Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason. And we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Who the hell am I? I'm a construction worker. I have to go to the bathroom. I said, be right back. I'm a cop, you idiot. Pastor. Oh, I'm Detective John Kimball. Who is your daddy? Answer the question. And what does he do? Put that cookie down. Hey, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Into the Mr. Universe. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, indeed. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, well, I, I guess it's I'll a say play my, on name. Words. My, name is, my name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. That's our names. Those we are our names. names. And they tend to be the names you hear a lot on this network. So, you know. If this is new to so you, I don't know what to tell continuing you. Continuing that trend. <laughs> like, statistically speaking, the only person listening to this who is unfamiliar could be Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's true. <laughs> Being like, hey, there's a podcast about me. Let me let's turn this on. Um, if that's the case, welcome, Governor. Yeah, he just uh, he just started hi. putting out a newsletter. I think I'm going to subscribe to it. I like that pothole news. Do you see that pothole news? No. He filled in a pothole um, that was on his street. And what was really funny is the city uh, then like clapped back by being like, that was, a, that was a work trench. That was supposed to be there. But then if you actually look into the article, what they actually mean is that was a work trench they were using that they were then supposed to fill in. Mm-hmm. So they still didn't do the thing. They're like, yeah, that's they, not a pothole. That's a work in. trench. It's like that we intentionally dug didn't and then in. forgot about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they're they're trying to act like he did something wrong, and it was like, no, you did something wrong. Don't, like don't you like, fucking don't like you dare! Arnold just peering out his window every day, just getting more and more frustrated with that work trench. Yeah, yeah, and I would be too. I get it. going to come fill this thing in. Honestly, most rich celebrities, I would like them a lot more if they went around doing road repairs. That alone would would get them on my good side. Yeah, just you doing, know? doing extreme dad shit like that. Yeah, they have the money. Just fucking go fill in some potholes, Tom Cruise. You yeah. hear me? I know you're listening. Um, what What's going on? Hey, big thank you to our producer, Norm from Cheers. Thank Norm you. from Cheers is the one who made this all happen. This is a podcast where we've been going through just all of Arnold Schwarzenegger's films. Yeah, I, think uh, so. I don't think we've skipped any yet. Have we? What's Have we what? I don't think we've skipped any yet. I don't think so. Um, we will. Yeah, we will. we'll have to. We'll have um, to. We're going to run not, out of episodes. Yeah. You're right. That's not going to be. That's not going to be like a controversial decision. We know we're going to do that. This is um. We we're ba- mainly talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger as like I guess the actor. Like what is what is um. Well, like looking at his career and like thinking about uh the different characters he plays, mm-hmm. characters in quotations, and we've 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 had some weird discoveries about Arnold along the way. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we learned some things. We uncovered some we, truths about Arnold's abilities. Yeah, and uh, honestly, it's more like what 
what he chooses yeah. and how like subversive he always was. Uh, and y- it's interesting watching these movies, realizing that, that Arnold never really made a normal action film. And this is no different because this is 1990s Total Recall, um, which I would argue is a Verhoeven film more than it is a Schwarzenegger film. Right. But that's that's par for the course for Schwarzenegger at this point. Yeah. He makes films that are bigger than him. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's um, it's yeah, that's true. That's true. The premise, I mean, this movie is, Total Recall, obviously, uh, is so ubiquitously Arnold because you get, out of any of his movies, this one has the best collection of Arnold faces and Arnold noises. Yes. Oh, 100%. Um, but yeah, you're right. It is, it's, we've talked about it before, but yeah, he keeps picking these movies that are so big and high concept that it's like, it. it's not a, It's not an Arnold movie. It's, it's Total Recall. It's this weird sci-fi mind trip kind of dystopian action film that Arnold just happens to be in. Right. You could argue it's a partnership, right? Because Verhoeven is, he's not that big, but he's big enough. Uh, This is his follow-up to Robocop. Right. Which, yeah, which is fucking, what a double whammy that career is. That's amazing. And then just in Um, in just, what, six short years, he'll make Showgirls. (laughs) Yeah. He'll make history. History. Um, Yeah. And he, I noticed he like, I don't know. Verhoeven, he doesn't. It doesn't seem like he always wants like big stars to be in his films, right? Uh, and so this is interesting for him to do a Schwarzenegger film. Yeah, I remember and, reading something where a different star was attached for for a time, and I forget the details of it. But yeah, you're right. Normally he picks like RoboCop. Peter Weller was not a big star. Um, Starship Troopers. Van Dien. Yeah, yeah, and it's also kind of an ensemble, too, but they're all sort of yeah. unknowns in, in Starship Troopers. Um, yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't shy away from it completely, obviously, because no, yeah. we're talking about this movie. And like he did, um, what, that Michael Douglas uh, fucking, wow, wow, Dave. Fatal Attraction or Basic Instinct? Did he do one of those? He did Basic Instinct, yeah. Basic Instinct, yeah. So, he, yeah, which also has Sharon Stone, mm-hmm. uh, which I assume he like he likes stole his, his heart in this movie. He likes his people. Like he uses um, he does Dean Norris he uses a lot. Uh, yeah, Ronnie Cox. Maybe he'll actually Ronald maybe Cox. maybe he only uses Dean Norris in this one. But anyway, Michael Ironside. Yeah. Um. Um. Oh, he sticks shit. to his actors. Oh, yeah. um, Marshall Bell, the guy who plays Quato. Right, and that's the stuff where it's like that feels like a Verhoeven film, which Schwarzenegger is in. You know, he's a guest here, you know? Um, but we could talk about that more. Um, this film in general, I assume... Tom, I realized this film had been with me as long as, like, The Terminator and Predator has. You know what I mean? Where it's like... Yeah, it's, it's this hard This film for, has just it, been it, my whole life just there, you know? Yeah, it's hard for me to remember a time when I didn't know about Total Recall. I do. Like, I remember not being allowed to see it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember the fabled three boobs, you know. Yeah, uh, which this is this movie is known for as well. Remember that they remade this? Do you remember that? I I didn't remember that until I was pulling it up on Amazon to watch it and saw the Colin Farrell one. I was like, oh oh yeah. oh no, yeah. Which like what a fucking shame! What a misuse of Colin Farrell! Yeah, it's just man, why would they do that? That yeah. That whole movie was. Oh. We don't have to talk about that. This is. We don't. I, I was looking something up about this. I had mentioned this movie was in development with another star. It was actually in development for a long time with multiple stars. 
Um, and Schwarzenegger himself uh, was super interested to be in it, but was not seriously considered because they didn't think he was right for this kind of part. Uh, so That's funny. So then he convinced Carol Co. Pictures to buy the rights to the movie and make the movie with him in it. That's great. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that in the appropriate section because yeah. we're going to talk about the plot. And then we're going to talk about technically not Arnold. That's our section where we talk about Arnold as the character. Then we're going to talk uh, about people who are definitely not Arnold, as in the side characters. Uh, We're going to note the most Arnold. uh, And then we're going to rate this between, I don't know, 1 in 50 quatos, I assume. Yeah. A bunch of little chest babies. Yeah, a little chest Chest babies. babies. Um, so we're talking about the plot and our, I don't know what we like about this movie. Cause I also love this movie The I love the, I want to live in it. Like, you know, me and brutalist architecture, <laughs> this is brimming with it. Yeah. So much concrete. It's a lot of concrete. So much concrete. It's a lot of concrete and sharp edges. Yeah. I love it. It's, 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 uh, it's very like <laughs> Eastern block iron curtain shit. I love it. I, I would have done great and communist. You would, have, you would have been whistling <laughs> through the bread line, Dave. Yeah, I would have. I would have. Yep. <laughs> I would have been all over that shit. Yep. Uh, um, just, just singing, taking it to the streets to yourself while you're yeah, waiting in yeah. line for cheese. Mm. Gotta love that fucking Dr. Shivago shit. Um, <laughs> uh, so this is about, um, what is his name? Dennis Quaid? Douglas Quaid. Okay, that makes more sense. Yes, I was like, it surely it's not. Surely Dennis his Quaid. name is not Dennis Quaid. <laughs> what if it I'm was? I'm not remembering that right. What if it I? just was? That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, well, I, I want there to be a movie where, like, the main character is just named Tom Cruise. That would be so good. Yeah, and they never call and attention to it. And they just never point it out. Yeah, not like Office Space where it's a joke that his name is Michael Bond. Right. Just nobody recognizes it. Anyway. Right. His name um, is Douglas Quaid. He's just some. Some goofball construction worker on Earth who just moved to a new city, but he keeps having these recurring dreams about being on yeah. Mars with Rachel Tocotin. Yeah, he wakes up and Shannon says, you're dreaming. Is it about Mars? Which, uh, weirdly, that's what Hana asked me every morning, too. Um, Statistically, it, you will eventually be yeah. right. So, yeah, 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 One exactly. of these mornings, she will ask you, did you dream about Mars? And you'll be like, yeah. Yes, I did. You did. Um, it's this I is a felt, mindfuck movie. I fell down a hill and my face got all weird. Yeah, it really <laughs> like you forget, at least you, I forget sometimes uh that this is a mindfuck movie. Yeah. Because it's it's because so it's so associated with Paul Verhoeven and Ar- and Arnold and it's like over the top Arnoldisms and the over the top violence that it's easy to forget that it's a really this is a Philip K. Dick story. It's like a really trippy, yeah, heady sci fi movie. Right. And the question as to like is it really happening? Was it all? A, yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm not entirely sure. I. It feels like there's more evidence that it's all a fantasy. Yes. Because um, and we'll yeah, we'll go into it. But basically, yeah, he's he's an everyman, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger looking everyman, which we'll talk about that because I do think that's important. He has wrestle sex with Sharon Stone. He sure does. Um, he wants to go to Mars. She doesn't, so he goes to Total Recall with a K, and they implant memories of vacations. Um, and they sell them on Mars. Well, actually, they try to sell them on Saturn. Everybody's talking about Saturn. And I'm like, what's so fucking good about Saturn? I don't know, it's man. A, a, cruise, a cruise through Saturn's rings sounds pretty sweet. That does sound sweet, yeah. yeah it, plus, um, maybe you could touch it. You remember when Wally touched it? Yeah, that, touched I do the rings. That they look cool. they look tasty. Like you probably eat it. You probably scoop some of the yeah. rings out and eat it. I don't. I don't. I don't think you can touch them. I. I don't know. I, I would love to, but I don't. I don't think it works that way. You can put a memory of me touching the rings of Saturn in my head. It doesn't cost That's you true. anything. 
And it seems like you can go to like every planet now, tourism in this country or in this in this uh, movie. Uh, and that's cool. I want to do that. So um, he uh, he gets these memories implanted. Um, and this is where things start to get weird because as as they're like putting him asleep, they're asking him questions about like what adventure do you want? Um, and what is like they ask him um, his sexual orientation, which I thought was like this is a 90s movie. And I, I'm glad they remembered to do that because like, yeah, this would be a bummer if you were gay and they gave you like this like straight male fantasy. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, fuck am I going to do with this? I can't use this. Um, it's like when it's like when you check into the hotel and they give you like a coupon for some like restaurant and you look at it. The yeah. second you look at it, you're like, I'm not gonna go here. I don't eat seafood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck am I gonna do with this? Like, um, Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the weird memories of me banging a lady. Yeah. Uh, the, um, but yeah, I wanted, so I wanted the, him to be like. <laughs> them to keep like asking him like what his what he wants and for arnold just be like no weirder weirder until it weirder. eventually just gets to like he's fucking a hippopotamus yeah where where they're like okay well i'm gonna go i gotta go to our basement and grab that because we don't <laughs> we don't have that like readily available right. so we keep I'll that we back. keep that locked up in the basement because it's against the law yeah exactly um yeah, we, but I they want, i want to fuck a humpback whale <laughs> Listen, you don't have to well, figure yeah. out the logistics of it. Just put the memory in my head. Yeah, exactly. Just the vague memory of me fucking yeah, up. Fuck it. I want to fuck a mermaid. Like, yeah, yeah. I wanted Arnold to get really weird with it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I did too. I no, did too. The, this is my but vacation. It'd his... <laughs> be so good. Make it fucking weird. <laughs> like, sir, he's already masturbating in the chair. We need to stop this. <laughs> They, I mean, I'm sure Recall has like a screening process for this reason. <laughs> yeah, he wants to fuck a catfish with women's lips. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it no, just says we... lipstick on. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is the idea. The idea is we we're gonna inject any fantasy of yeah. any vacation, and it's like, yeah, you better get weird with it. It's like the holodeck, where it's like, you know. The, that think, shit better th- be able to take a lot of jizz. I think the holodeck is secretly there to like weed people out of Starfleet. <laughs> <laughs> they just they look at what they're doing in the holodeck and be like, "All right, we gotta get this guy out of here." <laughs> here's a problem. Here's a problem with that, Tom. There is a specific episode in TNG called Hollow Pursuits, which is about Lieutenant Barkley fantasizing specifically about women coworkers, and it's this was an episode made in the '90s where like. You know, it's invasive. They treat it like invasive, but they ultimately forgive him. And I was like, absolutely not. No, you would never forget that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that is... that's, like, that's like seeing the guy in the cubicle next to you as a drawn like a graphic sexual comic book about you or something. It's yeah, like, exactly. No, it's like, that is workplace is, harassment. This is still an HR issue. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Just, just because yeah, you're not exactly. speaking to me doesn't make this in a, not inappropriate. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, they, it should be that the holodeck should be that, but unfortunately, right. you know, it doesn't appear to be like recall too. You know, some son of a bitch is like, it's like any vacation package you want. Okay, I want to murder people on Pluto. Yeah, I want to. I want to murder a child, and it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, let me get the murder child murder package for you, sir. We we get that a lot. Yep. It turns out hell is one of their destinations. A lot of parents. A lot of yeah. people want to go to hell. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, they don't seem to have fun, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Everybody, we get five star reviews, but every, every, all the reviews are like it's 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 absolutely awful. It's the worst experience of my life. I'll never be able to get rid of these memories. Five stars. <laughs> yeah, I would never want to work at Recall no. because I just <laughs> learned there'd be ones where they'd just be like, "I just want my dead child back," and it'd be like, "Fuck, man." I keep going to dead children, but like, you know, like there'd be so many like really depressing, well, sad ones. Yeah, now we're getting into like Eternal Sunshine stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It would be a nightmare to work there, and the people who work here seem like nightmares. They all seem like you know it's the future, so they're not ex-Nazi doctors, but they feel like they're ex-something doctors. Well, it's uh, he's like the the main. It, they're like car salesmen. Like he's he's the yeah. typical sleazy sales guy who works on commission and i i love that they scramble his brain so they throw him in a cab and dump him in yeah. the street it's real sketchy shit um was, but yeah before they oh go ahead what's that i was gonna say um uh, speaking of star trek i just noticed for the first time on this viewing that johnny cab is played by robert picardo oh yeah it's good I never knew it's I good never knew that yeah um but before they do that the the woman that he they they whip up for him looks like the woman in his dreams, mm. and then they say, "Give him the blue sky on Mars." Yeah, um, if if you listen, like when the salesman's pitching him the package, you overhear that guy say, "Hey, blue sky on Mars." There's something you don't see over there. And then like when the doctor comes to confront him later, and he's like, "You're in you're in your mind, and I'm in here trying to rescue you." They all say the events of the movie, like they say what happens. Right, you, uh, you and you see on the screen like the alien tech. Yep, too. It looks it looks exactly like the interior of the pyramid that we see later. But yeah. again, like he was dreaming about this woman previously. So how do you reconcile that? I would say because they're knocking him out in the time. There's a there's a uh, unreliable narrator situation too, right? Where he's looking at the screen while drugged up. So you right. could argue that he's seeing the woman from his dreams because he's all fucked up. And you you could also argue that the dreams themselves are part of his implanted memory because the dreams are what make him go to recall, which what's make, which what makes him realize he's a secret agent from Mars. Right. So like the, the, the beginning of the film, like we could already be in the total recall memory package when the film starts is what I'm saying. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. There's no way to fucking know. No, and, and they, and it's, they drop hints of both too throughout. So it's yeah. like, you can kind of, I'm I'm on well, I'm on the side of it's all in his head, but you could argue either point. I think. Oh yeah, because they do the other thing they do that's it's whenever a movie is all in someone's head, this tends to be a plot hole. But I don't. I think this is being done intentionally. There's also scenes where he's not there, right? And people, but you could argue again that he's watching his own fantasy like it's a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it's it could go either way because of the nature of what's going on. So yeah, he, he freaks out on the table. And the guys are saying, like, this guy has already been to Mars. Um, and he escapes. And then the guy who, like, told him not to go there is... Um, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's Bullock from the Batman series. It is. Yeah, totally oh, my God. Bullock, yeah. What's the character's name? It's like... Harry. It's like Harry. Hey, and when he's got like, a recall. They're going to scramble your yeah. fucking brain. When he when he first... T- he's like, oh, I know, recall, 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 recall. And it's like, that's not how the ad went. All right. Anyway. <laughs> not the um, ad we saw. Maybe they have different campaigns, Dave. Maybe it was a weird thing for him to do. Uh, um, so he um, he gets yeah he gets in that cab. He's like stumbling around, and then Harry attacks him with some henchmen who I will talk about later. Um, <laughs> some beautiful men. There, some beautiful there men. There are there's a gorgeous collection of bozos in this film. I can't wait to get to technically definitely not yeah. definitely not Arnold. 
There's so many. Um, he gets attacked there. He kills them all. He gets home and he's like locking all the doors, shutting off the lights. Sharon Stone's like, what's wrong, honey? Um, he tells her that he went to recall and that he might have already been to Mars and that uh, his, his friend attacked him. <clears throat> and then she shoots at him and fires like 10 shots and misses every like single Around shot. the door. It's like she was shooting right. an outline around him like in a Looney Tunes Which, cartoon. I would argue it's a very good evidence that it's a fantasy because it's so, like yeah, she should have hit him. Something the doctor says later. It's very subtle because it's only in one line and he's not even facing camera when he says it. But later on, the doctor guy says, what's more believable that this is a fantasy or that you really are a, an invincible secret agent from Mars? Like yeah. he, he points out that Arnold is invincible in this movie. So right. they kind of make... Of, like of course he is because he's the, the he's Arnold in an Arnold movie, but like I I appreciated them throwing in that little meta element because it's like another a further step of wow this really is a fantasy like right, um and that's what makes this movie a meta movie which yeah. I want to talk about in a bit but he um <clears throat> he gets a call from like another agent who's like put this towel on your head also make sure it looks really nice because he he takes time right. to make he sure he does <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed he knew how to do that I don't know how to how to t- tie a turban. I know how. Yeah, he d- makes a turban. Yeah. I know how to do the getting out of the shower towel. Well, I head. can wrap a towel around my head, but he he makes like an yeah. actual turban out of the towel. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah. I, lo- um, I love that goes, we never see this like Michael Landon looking secret agent guy ever again. He no, he's gone. He's, he's, yeah, he, wa- he's, he puts down a briefcase and walks out of the movie. Yeah, that's his time. See you later. Um, Schwarzenegger, uh, you know, does claw in his nose, which I I don't think that I don't understand how that works. Because it's, your nose doesn't go into your skull. It goes down into your, your like, throat, throat right? Yeah. I, I guess unless the tracker is, like, in his face. Yeah. Like, right up behind his eyes or something. It's like, man. Right. It's like this big ass. It's, it's, it feels too big to be in his nose. It's very funny, yeah. He, um, I he love, gets his ass to Mars. I guess this tech, yeah. I, I guess we can technically unpack this in the next phase. But I do, excuse me, I do love that. He's doing this because he's watching a video of his of his former self, Hauser, telling him, look, you're on the run. You're a secret agent. You need to rip the bug out of your head. And he's giving him all these instructions. Um, and while Arnold's like painfully, excruciatingly ripping this bug out of his skull, it cuts to Hauser on the recording a few times. who's just like sitting there smiling and just kind of waiting. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, he's like, that's yeah, the stuff. Yeah. Mm. Like, it, it seems like he can see him. <laughs> like, yeah. He's just like watching him yank this is my favorite out. part. Like, this I love great. this part. I love this part. Yeah. I love the story. He doesn't really have yeah. to do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny you, you, when they you, you do. Just, you can just play a certain tone and the, the, the thing deactivates and you poop, yeah. you poop it out in a day. But I just wanted to see if he'd rip this thing out of his face. <laughs> <laughs> I to see how much he wants it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Arnold swings by the lady disguise store. Um, the robot lady disguise yeah. store. <laughs> to get himself a I robot don't, I don't lady. I don't know where he got yeah, I don't know where he got that thing. A robot but that lady is dis- fucking wild. A robot lady disguise head that can apparently can only say two words. Yeah, and, and then explode until you deactivate it. In, in which and then she says, "Get ready for a surprise." Yeah, she she got explodes. stuck on two weeks earlier. And yeah, and it's also a he, bomb. He got that. Yeah, he got that at a prank store. <laughs> it's the future. What if the bomb went off when he was wearing it? Yeah, I, I believe that would be it for the movie. <laughs> That would that's exactly like a fake head that explodes feels like there's a lot of unfortunate accidents, yeah, right? It feels like you maybe shouldn't put your head in that fake head. Yeah, if, I would if it explodes. 
this scene doesn't need to exist in the movie and i'm glad it does because all it, the the villains are hanging out they just like look over and it's like oh there he is yeah <laughs> like there's like oh hey he's right there yeah there's, um, there's a lot and of then that he escapes <laughs> yeah and then he escapes and that's it and it was like huh okay um but i'm glad it happened i'm so glad it happened yeah they uh yeah you know it's an arnold movie so i i feel like maybe the only bad thing i can say about this movie and it's not even a bad thing it's just it it does feel like an action scene happens about every 10 pages just because right but i again i want to talk about that in the larger meta it it makes sense for the uh if he's buying a secret agent package where he's supposed to defeat all the bad guys he will just continuously get ambushed by these dudes and then easily defeat them and escape yeah these idiot henchmen one of them shoots the mars window and it's like that they they shouldn't even have guns on this planet they shouldn't even have there shouldn't be glass those windows (laughs) right they should be bulletproof yeah at the very least because, like, yeah. sometimes it gets windy and rocks might come up. I don't actually, probably doesn't get windy on Mars, but. You never know. Does it? It doesn't, does it? Well, in do, the Martian, there's a storm. Do they have storms Remember? on Mars? Yeah, I think they have. Okay, like, so yeah, storms. there you go. Maybe yeah. you don't want to put, maybe a rock will hit it. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons not to have a glass on window on Mars. <laughs> yeah, but they do. And they continue to. Uh, he goes to the Hilton. Um, the guy from Recall shows up. He tries to red pill him, which I was like, oh, shit. Is that where they got it from? He literally gives him a red pill. It's not. Yeah, up. it's not not that. And, yeah. it, and it is like it is the same function where he's like, take this pill. It's a it's a symbol of your desire to break free of this fantasy. So, yeah, it is the same thing. So, I, yeah, yeah, I wonder. I wonder if the Wachowskis, I bet the Wachowskis were yeah. inspired by Total Recall a little bit for that, yeah. idea, for that idea specifically. I also love that in that scene, they then explode. They explode the wall in uh, when he refuses, when he shoots the guy because <laughs> the guy's sweating, which is a very funny way to do that. Right. It's uh, such then, a. It's such. I, I think it's another meta thing because it's a real archer move, right? To like yeah. shoot somebody in the fucking brain because they're sweating. It's like there's any right. number of reasons this guy might be sweating. Right, you don't know. But then also the fact that it explodes the room like with the henchmen oh, yeah, the feels like it's a fantasy in. too. Yeah. <laughs> and then I love that it cuts to Michael Ironside and um, Raiden from Mortal Kombat Annihilation having fun drinks at the bar. <laughs> like he's just drinking this blue drink like, hmm. <laughs> and then they hear gunshots and they're like, oh, they're, better, better they're, go it's not blue. It's pink. They're drinking pink, like yeah. strawberry quick at the bar. They're having a great fucking time. Him and his, his, his henchman like fake Steve Zahn. Yeah. The guy's almost yeah. Steve Zahn. He is. Uh, we'll talk about him. We don't have to go through the whole thing, but like, yeah, there's, um, I do love that guy. You know, yeah, he's so good. The reveal is that Arnold Schwarzenegger, the twist, and this is another sci-fi thing that's awesome, is that, Arnold Schwarzenegger was actually a bad guy. He erased his memory to play Quaid so that because they need to infiltrate Quato. They need to infiltrate and kill the him. Mars rebels, find Quato and kill him. Yeah. And I believe this has been done in other movies, but it's the idea of what's the best spy. It's someone who doesn't even realize they're a spy. That they're a spy. Yeah. yeah. Um, isn't that like, like isn't uh, that's North by Northwest, isn't it? Probably. And it's um, Reggie Jackson. <laughs> Yeah, I must kill kill the queen. The queen, yeah. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot of people. Um, And so that's like the double twist that his... It's cool. I love it because now he's... And it's another meta uh, Arnold's thing where it's like, oh, he's he's an asshole. 
Um, I would also be suspicious because he literally wore a fake woman's face earlier, and there's a he has a Duke Nukem hologram. So it's like that might not be him still. Like the video where he's like, "Hello, yeah, I am actually bad." It's like, well, I've seen so much evidence that you could fake someone. That's true. In yeah, this already. that's true. Could be a deep fakes. It's, it fake. could, could be deep, Ronnie Cox could have deep faked him. It's like, see, we were best friends this whole yeah. time, Quaid. Yeah. I was hoping in that video, because <laughs> Ronnie Cox is also in the video with him, I was hoping it would end if they just both started kissing in the video. <laughs> they just start making out. <laughs> right? Like that would be amazing. Fields of Gold starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're my best, he, you're my best friend, to... Hauser. You were at my granddaughter's christening. <laughs> I would love to see them hang out, Ronnie Cox and Schwarzenegger. How are they friends? Um, like, they... they, yeah. they, they the whole what would they talk about? Right? Lifting weights. The th- the only thing they can pr- they po- they have in common is oppressing the people of Mars. So th- presumably, what they get together and do is just laugh at all the people they're suffocating. Yeah. They they have drinks and they're like, <laughs> like, you know what I hate? Smoking Mars. cigars and laughing at all the people choking to death on bad air. That's gotta <laughs> be it. Yeah. Um, and just uh, two evil buds. Yeah. They try to recall him again and the lady, which we haven't even talked about. That's the the three boobs going to the the sex worker place and yeah, the last um, resort is the name of the club. Yeah, and it's uh, the rebel group, which makes sense because it's called Last Resort. Um, anyway, they try to recall him. He stabs a scientist in the fucking face <laughs> with like sure a rebar. Does. He rips those the armrest off of the chair. Yeah, and he yeah, hits yeah, him yeah. With it like a fucking bear. Yeah, it's really funny. They have to, when when he freaks out earlier, uh, initially in the recall um, place on Earth, the la- the lady doctor has to shoot him with the immunizer, the the air jet tranquilizer, like eight times. Yeah, <laughs> he's a bear, he's, he's a circus raging. animal. Yeah, yeah, and his face gets so red in this yeah, movie. Like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, you blow so my good. cover. <laughs> so good. <laughs> God so damn it, I um, love this movie, Dave. Yep. He eventually he eventually gets into the, the mines, the alien mines where they found this technology that can bring air to Mars. Uh, they won't turn it on. So well, he has to fight his way to turn it on. They don't... Uh, Quaid believes, and I think he, he like knows somehow, like I think Quado passed the knowledge on to him, that it'll create air but like ronnie cox doesn't know that that's what it's gonna do yeah there's some efficient storytelling where he sees quato and quato like uh just like psychic expositions him and then dies and then <laughs> like, immediately nice. immediately get shot <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh, all it's we a, need a, he um good sport <laughs> yeah quato, he gets he uses... squished by a big insect in starship troopers oh yeah he does mm. he sure does and, um and almost uh kills Mulder and leaves him in a forest Right, he's, he's in that he's one the too. Guy from what a Angel. career! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid career for this guy. <laughs> so good, he's great. And he's in Twins. Uh, he's the killer in Twins. You're right. He is. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. No. He's man. Killing he must it, be Quato. friends pals with Schwarzenegger too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um. They. He uses his Duke Nukem hologram to fight the soldiers, and mm-hmm. I just want to call out something I noticed in the scene is that he shoots all the soldiers in the chest. 
all the soldiers have these black vests, and it occurred to me in this moment, oh, those aren't bulletproof vests. They're just nifty vests. Yeah, just nifty vests. <laughs> like, cool looking. They look like bulletproof vests, but they're, no, they're, they're just like team vests. It's, like it's like a catcher's vest. Like, yeah. Even What's the point of those? Even less protection than that, actually. It's just, yeah, like, a, yeah. just like a smart-looking vest. Right. The vests feel like <laughs> they add extra damage, like, right. if anything. It helps the bullets. It helps them go yeah. faster. Yeah, exactly. Um, like ushers. Fights. Yeah. <laughs> it helps the bullets find your organs. Uh, yeah. And the right this way to the heart. Um. Schwarzenegger fights Michael Ironside on elevator. Michael oh, Ironside is one of the few people I do believe could take Arnold. He's got that like bald guy, like that stepdad rage. Oh yeah, that I'm like, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, he's he, um, he's he's got a he's got a drunk stepdad demon within him. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, he does. But you just, he you doesn't that, win. You, you look at that face and you're like, mm. like yep. like even with my my bulging Austrian biceps, I kind of want to like delay fighting Michael Ironside for as long as exactly. possible. Exactly. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to. No. Like he feels like a gouger. Yeah. Or like yeah, he's got a knife somewhere that you don't know about. <laughs> yeah, like when he looks like he a, dies. What? He technically dies off screen, which makes me worried that he'll come back, um, even though he won't have arms. Uh, I still am scared. Extremely armless. Yeah, that's true. Even yeah. even removing both of his arms in an ali- an ancient alien elevator, I'm still not right. looking forward to a rematch. Right. He um. So at the end, he faces off against Ronnie Cox, which t- Ronnie takes a beating in this. He gets shot like three times and then thrown and out then into flies Mars. out into Mars, <laughs> and his head yep. swells. They never show him explode, which I always thought was in- weird. Yeah, 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 but I assume they couldn't. They keep teasing it, so you're like, oh, somebody's going to blow up in this, like, that movie Outland. Um, Yeah. But nope, they they just, they, everybody gets freakishly big mascot heads, but that's as far as it goes. Yeah, I mean, I think it's implied Ronnie's dead, right? Oh, yeah, he does does not make it, no. They all they all go out and as Mars is being filled with air, they're they're doing that. Which I would argue because <laughs> Arnold and, and the lady survive, but it's like, do they though? Right. Their <laughs> like, their heads have that expanded. Can't happen to your face. Right. Like your eyes can't bulge out of your skull and then you're just like, I'm fine. Yeah. Just because we can breathe um, now. It's like, no, you still like your head got really big. Right. Uh but instead they, they survive. All air on Mars. They've liberated Mars. Right before they kiss, Arnold's like, shoot, what if this was a dream? And they're like, eh, whatever. <laughs> and then they kiss, fade to white. So I assume he has brain damage. Um, yeah. And Sharon Stone is watching his body and going, did he shoot me in his fantasy? That fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> did he shoot me and say, consider this a divorce? Consider Fuck this a you, divorce. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you hear what I said to my wife after I shot her yeah. in the face? <laughs> She does not. Yeah, she, he he turns on her so fast. Right. It's not that she's. It's not that she's dead or like left recall. She's just after he shoots her in his fantasy. She's just so stunned that she's just sitting there in recall, in, yeah. in silence, just like because this motherfucker shot me in his secret right. agent fantasy. How in, long have they been together? Like it's unclear. Did they say like eight years or so. I think I don't so. know. Whatever think, it he, is, no, wait, it's, you're right. He it's does, like he does say. I forget. It's it's less than. It's 10, a long but time. It's not, it's not nothing. Yeah. He doesn't even mourn her death. He just shoots no, he her and says right a catchphrase on. and moves he on. Moves right yeah. on. And we know he has the all of the memories of their marriage implanted in his head. Whether or not they're real, he has those memories. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So he doesn't care. So yeah. <laughs> just, uh, I like to think that she's sitting 
beside his comatose body, just being like, that motherfucker really shot me yeah. in his space dream. No, he's also dead, you know, and he's like, yeah, but he fucking... He shot me. Yeah, I want a divorce too, you asshole. Can we yeah. burn him? It's, uh, yeah, Sharon Stone, man. <laughs> he's <laughs> Not a great time. He's already dead, but I'm mad at him. Yeah, I'm still mad at him. I want to shoot him in the face now and, and say it back to him. Um, so that's the movie. Should we talk about what is technically not Arnold, his performance in the movie? Yes, we uh, And we've sort of been alluding to it is that there's a meta aspect, which is that him being Arnold and framing it like an Arnold film, which catchphrases action, all that plays into the idea of is this a fantasy or not yeah because the plausible deniability or the or the um the uh like the uh, the meta aspect or the um why can't i the uh, the ambiguousness of it ambiguity is the yeah is the fact that he is arnold Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so like like he starts as a construction worker and it, you look at him and go like, would that, come on, man, he's got to be like a secret agent or something, right? And then he is. So that's actually like a case for it to be real is just who he is. Is like, why would that man just be an everyman, you know? Yeah. This like, um, so th- that's what they're playing with, which is like, we believe it because Arnold Schwarzenegger films, we always just believe that he right. can be anything. He just walks through dudes in, in all of these movies. So yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, why wouldn't he be a secret agent? Why would it be anything complicated like it's, that? It's interesting that so many of the movies we've talked about, which is pretty much every movie he made in the 80s uh, we've talked about, um, how often he plays with his image rather yeah. than... It's like he... it's like he when we, when we talk about Commando, it's like he was playing with his image before he really had that image. Right. Um, so it's, it's interesting how often he does that. I never realized it until we sat yeah, down he and know- did this show. Yeah, like Predator. He's a big muscle man. He knows that, which is why the Predator is terrifying when it kills all the muscle men. This is like he's a big muscle man and he knows it. So then you fuck with the idea of like maybe this is all a fantasy. Um, maybe he's not even – like for all we know, maybe he doesn't even look like this. Might, right, you for, know what I mean? For all we know, he's 14 years old. Yeah. For all I know, he, yeah. lo- he looks like Dennis Quaid. Like we don't know. <laughs> maybe it is Dennis Quaid. Yeah, that would have been great at the end. Wow, I was Arnold Schwarzenegger on Mars for two weeks. Yeah, so they're using that fact uh, in a very... It's kind of like The Rock and Jumanji. You know, like, the, the action stars will do this every now and then, but Arnold will do it a lot. And I think he got less able to do this later. Like, I was thinking about The Sixth Day, a movie that fucks with identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that movie Ooh, kind of... a bad one. <laughs> Well, it's not willing to be dark or ambiguous, whereas this is, although you could argue that it's not ambiguous enough, where it's like, they did want to make it so that, like, people could watch it and go like, nah, it's not a fantasy, it's awesome, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, It's very subtle. Um, Like, I think I I watched this movie for, like, probably six, seven, eight years before I started to think about, wait, maybe it isn't true. Right. (laughs) Like, maybe this isn't happening to him, yeah. Because it's just an Arnold film, otherwise. Um, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, he, he's playing up the fact that he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, like, in terms of, like, character, how is this different? It's not that different, but that's sort of the point. 
Yeah. Um, and it's interesting getting to see him be like a smug bad guy in his Hauser scenes. I was about to say, that's playing with the image too, which yeah. is really fun. Yeah. Uh, and like the, uh, in the, terms of when the camera pulls back to reveal like he's arm in arm with Ronnie Cox, like that's a legitimate gasp eliciting moment yeah. where you're like, <gasps> Arnold, no. Yeah. One thing I will say about his acting that is terrific is there's this movie, I think more than any, discovered that Arnold can perfectly emote the emotion of having your brain scrambled. Because <laughs> when he's in that total recall and he's like, ah, I'm like, uh, he looks painful. Uh, his stupid face is great. Yeah. His freak out is like genuinely upsetting. Yeah. He's all red faced. He's violent. He's enormous. He's screaming. Yeah, he's terrifying. <laughs> and then also, <laughs> when Sharon Stone grabs his dick, the noise he makes, or is it Sharon Stone or is it the other woman? It's Rachel Dakota who does it. Yeah, where he just goes, hmm. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. <laughs> just good performance. Good performance all <laughs> the around. The fight he has with the... He does a thing he doesn't do very often as Arnold, where he fights with the lady over the suitcase. And then as he's walking right. away, she calls, you fucking asshole. And it cuts to Arnold, and he does like a little sarcastic bow. Like, yeah. Oh, that's a little, it, like it's a, Arnold having fun with it. He's not normally that kind of jokey, which was... Yeah, they're trying to make him, yeah, charismatic and... Uh, you know, I do like that Quaid has a little bit of an arc where as like he's bewildered at first, then like he's just kind of, you know, running for his life or by the time he gets to Mars, he's almost cocky. Like the first time he goes, yeah. the first time he goes to the last resort, he's an asshole. Like, right. He's There's like, this feeling of he's like, like full of himself. He's like, man, I really can't be stopped. I'm this impossible secret agent. And then right. he kind of has to get humbled after he meets like he like he's he's shitty to Dean Norris when he first meets him, but then when Dean Norris helps him, he like apologizes and thanks him. And then it's not really until that scene where they run and meet Quado where it's like where he starts to kind of equal out. Because when he first gets to Mars, he is like an asshole. So it's right. It, they do this thing where yeah. he doesn't care about the rebels, right? And then he by the end he does, right? And it's a nice little thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I yeah, it works well. I didn't really notice that before uh, either. So. No, not as much. Yeah. There's also a feeling of like, okay, is he in the fantasy? Is that why he's cocky? Because like, so. he's also he's also less confident at first. Like when he kills people, he's like shocked that he could kill people. And then I think what happens is he just gets used to that idea where he's like, oh, okay, I know how to. I can just turn on. Right. Um. And so that's yeah. Is it his spy training coming back, or is it a fantasy kicking in? Uh, that's the fun of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, this is a good Arnold. Yeah, it's not you bad. It's, it's not, not bad. he's not doing, he's not doing like a, um, he's not trying to be like a really different character. No. But he's doing stuff in this, you know? Yeah, there's, there's some fun stuff uh, that you wouldn't necessarily expect for like a character like Quaid in a movie like this where he doesn't know what's going on. Um, it can be tough to have the protagonist really be any kind of character except just a person who is being led from point A to point B, et cetera. For sure, yeah. So it's nice that there is like a little there's it's there's a more it's a more complicated character than that. It's not super yeah, complicated. They give him or some anything. Tude. Yeah, but they gave they give yeah. him a little bit to do and, and he's Arnold, so he, he plays it uh, well. Anyway. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to talk about the d- best side characters? <sighs> I can't wait, Dave. Definitely not Arna- <laughs> Arnold. So shout out to um the many artificial Schwarzenegger heads that appear in this movie. So many rubber <laughs> Arnold heads. That yeah. Just are grotesque. Uh, 
Yeah, they really are. Yeah. It's very funny that Schwarzenegger, they like looked at him and go, went like, yeah, we can make fake heads of this guy. There, it's just funny how that his whole career is that. Like from Terminator on, right. they were just like, yeah, because people he, can't tell the difference between him right, and a right. mannequin head. Because he doesn't quite look real. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um Let's see. Um, I want to talk about the hairy henchmen. Harry, because they're all they're all overweight, mustache, right. balding. They're dudes. all like teamsters. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Like I don't think Schwarzenegger spy training or not would have had a problem there. Um, no, like they're gonna just have heart attacks before they like like they're just they're just uh, they're perfect. Right. I love them. Yeah, they're so fucking yeah, man. <laughs> just the idea yeah. of these henchmen. Like, They're so good. Like Harry's like, yeah, the agency put me down here to keep an eye on you in case you freaked out and went to recall. I did, you did the one thing I told you not to do, pal. It's like, why yeah. on earth would Ronnie Cox hide this yoked Superman, super secret agent, and have his babysitter be this this like schlubby construction worker it's so guy. Good. <laughs> so good it's like on the day of set they were like the stuntmen aren't here they're like grab some grips we'll just use the grips (laughs) it's so good yeah and it it, it's also um it lends more uh credence to the idea that the whole thing is a fantasy because it's like oh what if all the guys i work with were suddenly trying to kill me it really does look like just a bunch of dudes that just work with them like they're so sure they're so not criminals (laughs) at least not this kind uh, of criminals they're incredible. Yeah, they're they're yeah, the kind yeah. where they fucking work on the docks. Was, yeah, they're wire season two criminals. Yeah, yeah, they're real sabatkas. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, yeah. like Harry doesn't look like he hasn't bet money on a dog fight. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love um, on. I, I I think it's in this or it's it's around the scene. I do. I love the one random guy on the escalator. That Arnold uses as a, as a human shield. Yes, who dies like six times. Right. There's guys <laughs> shooting at him in front. So he gets behind this guy who is wearing the loudest 1990 shirt that you could ever wear. It's like a coll- yeah. it's like a collared shirt with a lot of triangular shapes and colors on it. And anyway, this guy gets shot 487,000 times as Arnold is just hiding behind him. And then people show up behind him on the escalator. So he turns this man's body around to continue blocking more gunfire. So good. <laughs> and then he lets them drop and they, sh- they, they, they film, like they show you the bad guy stepping on this guy's body. Yeah. They really want to say like, fuck you to this <laughs> they man. Really punished this He's man. So good. He was He's just so trying good. to get to the subway. <laughs> yeah. He was just going about his day. Wearing his cool his shirt. New father. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to go home and see his so wife much. and kids. Yeah. Um, other henchmen. Uh, I mentioned Raiden from Mortal Kombat Annihilation it's, with Egon glasses. Yeah. It's not really the same actor, but yeah, he does look like No. Raiden. It's not James Remar, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's like yeah. he's Michael Ironside's like little henchman who like yeah. kind of gives him some lip, a little bit of sass, and then just gets his ass stabbed off halfway through the yeah. movie and we never see him again. <laughs> he lasts longer than a lot of henchmen, but yeah, he, That's uh, true, he yeah. goes. He, he's, he has a featured henchman uh, yeah. death. And then, yeah, Michael Ironside, you just noted, noted who's the sex pet of Sharon Stone, which I'm like, what's that all about? Yeah, what's what that, is that relationship like? 
Yeah. Uh, shout out to the miner on the train who has like a southern accent where it was like, oh, there's just like on Mars, the miners are just earth miners, which I thought was very funny. He's like a roughneck with yeah, like a big beard. I think and that- he's like, they closed down the mines. And I was like, really? So Mars mining, it's just earth mining. It's just huh? earth mine, huh? That, I yeah. think that actor is in one of the Terminators. Oh, good for him. He's, he's, he's got that guy face. He does have that guy. Three Boobs Lady is a legend, of course. Yeah, of course she is. Uh, Quato is, uh, you know, that voice. You don't expect that voice to come out of that thing. It's like a really like calm right. voice. It's really unnerving every time. I love how cool Arnold plays it when he meets Quato. <laughs> like, he, you know, in his head, he's like, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. It's right. a baby. He's just like, oh, here's a baby. Chill. Don't freak awesome. out. Yeah. This guy has chest babies. Yeah. But I haven't mentioned the, the my personal winner. Do you have a personal winner? Oh, man. Um, I love I'll tell you I mine. love the guy who gets shot on the escalator. But yeah, tell me yours. Yeah, yeah. Mine is the um, briefcase lady. <laughs> the old lady who sees a briefcase on the street and is like, well, I'll take this. Fucking and then Arnold's sick. like, that's... Arnold, a muscle man, is like, that's mine, which is a perfectly believable thing for him to say. And she fights him on it. <laughs> and then goes, fuck you, you asshole, when he rips it from her. It was like, what is that woman's life? That is a rock bottom life right there. Yeah, the, the, that woman was fighting for that briefcase. The, the, let me tell you, Dave, the 12 hours leading up to that interaction were, were a harrowing journey. Yeah. Like, she, she has had a shocking day before that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like she's gonna be, yeah. She's she's it's she's gonna snap any minute. What if she got the 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 suitcase? Like I like that universe where she got it, right? And then finds this fucking video, video that makes no sense. Uses the the grabber and like rips out part of her brain just for funsies. I don't know. She probably just grabbed the money. Uh, but yeah, there is like, there is a lot of ridiculously fake money, like fu- future yes. money, monopoly money. Yeah, it's yeah. it's bright red because I guess it's Mars money, and it's just like yeah, everything's really red here. They're really into red, um, right? I like Hauser a lot, and this is, let me tell you why. Of course, I like Hauser a lot. He fascinates me as a character because he has his memory erased, has himself given a new identity as Douglas Quaid, this uh, you know unassuming construction worker. Places makes him. like taunting videos to him. <laughs> yeah, makes a series of taunting videos to him. It's like a Ray Bradbury story. Um, yeah, but uh, has himself implanted in this house with Sharon Stone as his wife now. To 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 monitor him now, he knows Sharon Stone. He knows right. he knows that she is married to Michael Ironside. <laughs> You're so right. Is so- this an elaborate scheme to get him? Because just because he wanted to he fuck to Michael cuck. Ironside, he wants to cuck Michael Ironside. So he might be because Michael Ironside throughout this really wants to kill him, right? Oh yeah. And Ronnie Cox is like, you can't kill him. He's my friend. And he finally is like, okay, kill him. And he's like, yes. So I think him and Michael Ironside did not get along um, before all this too. So you're right. It is just him doing this elaborate scheme to fuck his wife. Um, and he does. He and does, then of uh, course Raiden. Raiden taunts him. Where he's like, I'm sure she hated every minute of it. Yeah, um, right, right. She's like, oh, are you suggesting she liked it? Oh, no. I bet she hated it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just, it's like a, this l- elaborate sci-fi scheme for Michael Ironside to have to deal with <laughs> watching this guy fuck just, his wife. Just fuck his wife for several weeks. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, fucking weird. <laughs> what a weird, weird plan. How did they approach them to explain this plan to them? 
Okay, you're that's right. it. You're going to be my my wife, my fake wife. Oh, okay, your fake wife. Yes, but we still have right. sex. Yeah, you think Ironside is like? Can I? Can I just be like your brother that you live with? Like, why do you need a wife yeah. in general? No, this is weird. Like, there are other. You can't. You live alone. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? Just put me in a dog suit. I'll pretend to be his dog. Yeah, for the love of God, please. And, just, and then Sharon Stone's like, "No, I'm into it. This sounds fun." And he's like, "Really? Yep. Fuck, man." <laughs> yeah, she's looking at Arnold and looking at Mike Clarence. I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take this mission." Yeah, I'll do this. You know, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I fucking Aww. love Hauser. Um, man, there's so many. There's so many heroes. Dean Norris. Norris, obviously. Dean Norris. Yeah. Uh, Thumbelina, the the little person sex worker who stabs Raiden. Oh Benjamin my god, Raiden. she's great. She pulls she out makes the it. biggest knife in the universe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She makes it. Her, she's great. Her Dean Norris. The the two. right. She pulls out that giant fucking everybody yeah. in that bar. All the mutants. Um, having a great time the michael ironside really overplayed his hand in that scene there's a scene where he's chasing yeah uh he's chasing quaid and uh melina who is rachel Tacoten, and benny the cab driver who we haven't mentioned yet um and they they hide them in the wall so he comes in there with with lord raiden and he's like tell me where they are and he and three boob lady kind of like ah we don't know what you're talking about so he kills three boob lady um tragic r.i.p rip rip yeah um and so the rest of the bar just attacks and murders all of his men to the point where I can't believe we didn't mention this yet, where Michael Ironside dives headlong through the window to escape. Right. Yes. They piss them off so much that they're like, we got to get the fuck. They just here. murder all the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so good. Michael Ironside's like, oh, I really, I really underestimated these people. <laughs> Everybody in that bar is great. Um, yeah. All the like OG Mars people. Yeah. They don't give a just, shit. Like, yeah, yeah. What, I'm a like, fucking yeah, mutant living on Mars. Yeah, I'm gonna stab I'm this psychic. guy to death. <laughs> Think I wanted to be psychic? Yeah. I hate this. No, I just want to go to work. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to be, be able to rent Mars. an apartment. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. get off of Mars. Uh, um, man, yeah. yeah. Michael Ironside is. I think if he's we're, pretty great, if we're being honest and fair, he probably is my my favorite. Definitely. Well, of Mars. course, he's terrific. Yeah. Just that because again, scene he's he, the most formidable villain. He is, and then he does insane shit like diving headlong through a window. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so fuck. Never in my life did I think I would see Michael Ironside <laughs> dive whenever, through a glass window. <laughs> whenever when he first shows up, when Sharon Stone calls him, every time it's a little shocking when he like shows up on the screen. I always go like, "Oh fuck!" He's, right? He, yeah, like because they they treat it like a reveal because he's not looking. So she dials right. him up, and the, the screen is on for a minute before he makes he like wanted, does a dramatic head turn to reveal yeah. that it's Michael Ironside. I wanted to talk about that because several characters do that on the video phone, and I think it was like a weird direction they had, where it's like you have to you're getting called and you have to like look up at it, but like a, like I think Ronnie Cox does it a few times too, where like they they like it's like a news anchor introducing themselves. It's really right, weird. Yeah, here's my theory. You notice in. Michael Ironside's car, he has two of those little video screens and they're both playing right. Ronnie Cox at the same time. I mm. think these phones have multiple screens and they don't always know which which screen which to look way at. To look yeah. at. yeah. <laughs> so they were yeah. looking at the wrong screen. That's my theory. Yeah. No, no, you might be right. I love these movies where it's the future, but it's like all CRT TVs. 
Yeah. I, I love that. I love that. It's the future, but everything still kind of sucks. Like their, yeah. their space age tracking technology is thwarted by Arnold wrapping a wet towel around his yeah. head. Yeah. I love 90s futurism. I love it yeah, so much it's so because it's 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 I think it's more embarrassing than 70s futurism personally cuz like 2001 they have iPads in that and stuff. And the reason why is because in the 70s they're like they they ha- they either have to like fake it or not, right? Yeah. Where they're like we need a small TV. It's like, "Well, where are you going to get that? It's the 70s." So we have to like, you know, actually make that an optical fe- effect. Um, of some kind whereas in the 90s they're like ah just slap a little tv on it yeah <laughs> it's like the future right and it's like no it's not yeah it's the f- it's, it's, it's a future in the future they're gonna put tvs and shit yeah there's as many tvs like you they, get that's how that's how futuristic you tell it is it's full of tvs when they can't afford a big screen tv so they put like a bunch of little tvs next to each other yeah and they're like, see, this is what the future looks like. Yeah, and Michael J. Fox comes home and Back to the Future 2 and is just watching oh, like yeah. eight screens. <laughs> so perfect. What are we doing? Yeah. Um, should we get into the most Arnold? What The moments that are the very most Arnold moments of this film. I think so. Are there any other heroes? There's so many heroes. There's so many dudes in this film. There's a lot of dudes. That just have... Uh, just background characters. Yeah, just, just awesome a- features actors. Faces, yeah. yeah. I feel like there was one extra that I really wanted to point out other than the guy who gets shot a million times on the escalator and I've forgotten. So it's fine. He is the best though, that guy. He's the great. Oh, there's one <laughs> when they're running down the stairs, it's Arnold and Rachel Dakota. And I forget which, I think it's when they're fleeing after they've killed Sharon Stone. Um, so I think they're fleeing the Hilton and they're running down the staircase and there's a person ahead of them. Rachel Tocotin very easily gets past them. Arnold shoves them over the railing. <laughs> and the guy, like, yeah, he has to. the guy's like a fucking hero. He hangs on the edge like a daredevil and like climbs. I mean, cause obviously he's a stuntman, but so he, right. he like hangs one armed off this railing and then swings himself back up onto the stairs while yelling at Arnold. And it's like, it's twofold. Amazing. One, that was awesome. That guy was like Spider-Man. Two, Arnold could have absolutely gotten past that guy <laughs> without yeah. Oh, shoving yeah. him. <laughs> no, that guy was right. I that's one of those cases. I wish he showed up at the end, like on like the last shot to run in and be like, "You son of a bitch!" Yep. and just nail Arnold because he, yeah, he he would be thinking about that for a while. Hit him with a chair. Yeah, that big asshole that shoved yeah. him off the staircase. Yeah, I was just on vacation. Yeah, I didn't do anything we're in, to we're you in front of the Hilton. Yeah, I was gonna go. I was gonna go get a tropical drink. Right, yeah. I was going to get a cool pink drink with Pushed fucking, me uh, down Michael Ironside. Yeah, yeah, get some strawberry milk with Michael Ironside. It's so great. Just, I, I can't they, stress enough that <laughs> that is the best shot of the movie. They really are just not, sitting there looking at each other, drinking mugs of pink I milk. Think, I think only Michael Ironside is drinking. And I, it's like it feels like one of those moments where he's about to ask, well, how is it? You know, where like I feel like the conversation was them sitting and he's like, you know what? I'm going to get a drink while we're waiting. And then it was just like, what do you want to get? And it's like, something something fun. Something fun. And it was like a silly moment where he's like, I'm going to be silly. I'm going to get this tropical, like, 
this 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 quote unquote yeah, chick drink, this daiquiri or whatever it is. Yeah, and then like they were having fun, and he was like, "Oh, oh, oh I it, want some. Tell me how is it?" Yeah, and he like took a little dainty sip, like, they're, and then they're sitting yeah. close together and facing each other. So it re- when it cuts in, it really does look like they're in the middle of having just like a conversation, just like hanging. Yeah, out. like a fun time. Yeah, I enjoy movies where they do this. Like Shane Black is of course very good at this, where like the bad guys, you're just like, I, I kind of want to hang out with them. Like they kind of seem like they're, they're fun. Yep. Like Ironside feels like I would, you know, you could have fun with him. You'd have a good time. Yeah, as long as you never had to face him in combat. Yeah, or fuck his wife. Yeah, definitely don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what if it was his idea? What if Ironside was the <laughs> one who was like, "I want this, honey. I need this, please. I need you to do please. this for me." Yeah, I need this. I've been thinking about it. I really want this. Um. All right, the most Arnold. Yeah, I was. I, I so uh, honorable mention again is the fake heads because that's just in t- time honored Ar- Arnold tradition is to have fake heads of him. Yeah, weird orc um, heads of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. This is tough. Um, consider this a divorce. Um, I mean, there's two. Okay. Screw you! When he kills Benny. Oh with the yeah. Very funny. Um, and then see at the party. And then see what the party, Richter. <laughs> yeah. See at the party, Richter. And throw, that's like the, throws his arms down the chasm after him. <laughs> like, I think that's the winner because it's a callback where it's it's not. It's a line that you in out of context you don't really know what makes it great. It's because there are like once you're brainwashed, we're doing a party later. Uh, you want to come? Like it was their fuck you to him. So yeah, fucking cutting yeah. his arms off and throwing them and saying, see you at the party, Richter is great. This is when they, when they leave the room, that's the scene where like Richter, Michael Ironside is like, he's not going to remember any of this. Right. And so he's like punches Arnold. Yeah. Um, and then as they're leaving, Richter says to him, see you at the party. Yeah. So and it's, it's a, it's an audience clapping. Like I hope people clapped while they, when they first saw that. The other, um, it's a it's a callback. It's an Arnold one-liner. Um, the other element of it, to me, is that it is the most extreme, over-the-top, violent thing. <laughs> like, yes. He rips a screaming Michael Ironside's arms off. And, then just holding and that's them. not what kills him. No, he falls uh, down an impossible chasm in this elevator. Yeah. And then Arnold is just holding his arms like two pieces, two two loaves of French bread, like two French it's baguettes. Beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like see you at the pot. Like he he like he he stopped holding these two bleeding human limbs and was like, I need to think of something cool to say before I throw these arms down the chasm. Yep, it's a good evidence, honestly, that this is more of a Verhoeven film than a Schwarzenegger because mm-hmm. that kind of gore, it feels like they met in the middle, where it's like it's not RoboCop gore. No, but. It's it's not Arnold, um, like Arnold, like when he stabs that guy in the face, I was like that, that feels that's awesome, but that also didn't feel like an Arnold thing. He's not necessarily his movies, you know, with the obvious exception of Predator, um, and parts. Yeah, he'll parts he'll of do gory stuff. But yeah, yeah he will do gory stuff, but generally, the more control he had over his career, the less he would. Right, do that, he never. You know? It wasn't. Yeah, his movies usually aren't super gory. A lot of people get shot. And he'll I think it's, do fucked yeah. up things like, I don't know, feed guys to alligators. Yeah, there's also an element of like, whenever anybody gets older, they tend to, you know, cool down yeah. on the violence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Verhoeven, nothing like a Verhoeven gunshot, in yeah, my opinion. Just, that, 
<laughs> They're the most visceral gunshots he, he, in he any movie. He uses like the biggest, wettest squibs. Like they're yeah. they're so chunky. Like, yeah, they're great. It's wild. Yeah. It's like dropping a meatball in a fucking yeah. spaghetti sauce. It's like incredible. it's beautiful. <laughs> um so like that that marriage is like you forget that that's kind of unique. Because Schwarzenegger, yeah, he definitely has done gore, but it's never been like this type, it's not, I feel it's like. Not Verhoeven gore. Yeah. And by the time he gets to T2, even T2 feels kind of nerfed. I mean, it's a great movie. Don't get me wrong. But like, you know. It's not super gory, though. It's not. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Like the first Terminator feels like it's a little more edgy in that regard. Right. Uh, um, not to, again t2 is still plenty fucking good a little bit yeah i guess i i appreciate him murdering all the people in the biker bar at the beginning yeah um yeah yeah no you're right you're right you see more of the they they spend more time on him like doing surgery on it robot surgery on himself and, and showing off all the gore. yeah it's more there. grotesque yeah, yeah yeah but um yeah i don't know this is just a nice weird sweet spot verhoven and schwarzenegger like what a team what a great team um <laughs> yeah. so i guess it's time to rate this movie oh man uh, one in 50 quatos uh what would you do man i think i would give this movie 50 quatos yeah i give it the maximum maximum amount, amount of quatos but each one of those quatos also has a quato okay that makes sense so like 100 quatos like ultimately quatos, yeah that's that's perfect. I, I I hard agree. This movie is like I said. I've known this movie for my whole life. Um, Just about. Yeah. It's weird because I don't I don't watch it as much as Terminator or Predator. I don't think about it that way. But it's a great movie. It's been with me. You know. It's it's just it's there. You know. It's a, it's a pretty great movie. Yeah. It's always been there for me, mm-hmm. uh, and it's there when I need it. And yeah. So I love it. Like a Stevie Wonder album. Exactly. Any, anytime I need it, I can just put it on. Yeah. So yeah, total recall. All the quatos. All of the quatos. Um, boy, Norm from Cheers, thank you so much thank as you. always. Uh this has been a lot of fun. This is a very easy podcast. Uh, I I barely needed to watch the movie to do this pod. Like I have this movie memorized. This yeah, and this is one of those movies that no matter how many times I watch it where I almost like forgot to take notes cuz I'm like, "Oh, I'm just enjoying yeah, total I'm just recall. watching total recall." Yeah, it's cuz yeah. it rules. Yeah, because it's awesome. Um, <laughs> this is through our Patreon. Uh, and if people are interested, they can go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. Uh, we have exclusive podcasts on there, like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, mm-hmm. Fox Mulder is a Maniac, mm-hmm. Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. Mm. We watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. That's part of a different tier. Uh, we have a Discord community. We have a bunch of tiers, including custom podcasts and custom We Just Watch tiers. So uh, check that out. A <laughs> check of that out. Uh, out. 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 Uh, we also have a store. Head over to GameFlanEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So slap yep. your fake robotic peepers onto that. Yep. <laughs> before uh, do before you think, they like, explode. Yeah, do you think like kids use those to like sneak into movies? Yeah. And there's a lot of times of kids accidentally blowing, blowing themselves up. up. Yeah. Trying to buy yeah. beer. <laughs> some, yeah. <laughs> some dirtbag teens trying to buy beer. Right. Oh. Bless their and bless their exploded hearts. Blows up in the station wagon and, yeah. <laughs> and scorches their mom's seats. Aw. That futuristic like ah, triangular jeepers. station wagon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
It's a real fucking Elon Musk station wagon. Yeah. God, just a, just man. Just a jagged this, block of metal. <laughs> this is the future we deserve. Yeah. No, this is the one we, we are uh, demanding. Yes. Give it to us. We are screaming for a future in which they bottle the air and sell it to us. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. See ya. Bye. Australia. Australia.